on this episode of Writing Frights. Uh, I do a recap of our live writing session that we went through on Saturday, um, talk a little bit about how to get involved with that, and uh, get into prologues, how I'm planning to use them, whether I think they should be used, and uh, just some good practices that I've learned along the way of spending months and months and months of studying what works when you have to use a prologue. Also, if you haven't already, follow us on social media, Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitch, and Discord at Writing Fright. You can also support the show by going to Patreon and uh, going to patreon.com slash writing frights. Uh, inside there, you'll get exclusive podcast episodes um, that deep dive some things that uh, that have been super helpful to me in getting first draft done and going through this revision. We'll also have some special interviews in there coming up, along with special guided writing sessions and um, some group interaction and group writing coaches where we can all, coaching sessions, excuse me, where we can all get together, talk about our struggles, and find a way to get past writer's block, get past self-doubt, get past whatever the hell is in your way, and get your work done and out. Again, that's patreon.com slash writingfright. Welcome back to Writing Fright. I am your host and fellow author, Tanner Rutledge. And on today's episode, we're just going to be talking about some stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about prologues and where I sit with them, how I'm going to uh, going to use them in some of my novels, uh, some things and tricks that I've learned. We're going to be talking about uh, the live stream that, uh, that I did uh, last Saturday, which at the time I'm recording this was yesterday. And uh, I just have to say, that was so much fun. I, I thought it was going to be nerve-wracking. I thought I was going to be distracted and not really be able to write with a camera on me. And with uh, I do, I do want to thank the person that showed up and with someone actually watching me write um, and writing along with me. I, I thought it was going to be a distraction, but, but damn, that was one of the most productive writing sessions I've had in a while. Hour and 45 minutes doing 10-minute sprints. I popped out somewhere between... 2,000 and 2,500 words of rewrites and ended up uh, making a major change to the uh, to the end of the book, which is something that I had been playing with. I was kind of trying to decide between two endings that I wanted to go with, and the way that the story flowed there at the end, it just it flowed beautifully into the ending that I want for it. So I am going to be doing those more often, and I have a question. I know Twitch.tv does not have a lot of people who are writers who are on there, judging by the other writers who are doing something similar to this. But would you rather, if I was doing a write with me session for two hours where we sit down and we all write together, would you prefer me to do it on Facebook, on the page, and just go live on the page or form a Facebook group? Or would you rather do it on Twitch? And the reason that I ask this is because on Facebook, you might be tempted to look at posts and look at updates and look at all the little notifications that come through. On Twitch, there's none of that. It's just listening to the recording, hearing the timer start, hearing the timer stop, getting a little bit of uh, chatting about writing in between some of the sprints, 
and the rest of the time is just writer productivity where you are sitting down and you are getting your words or you're working through your revision, um, you're working through your edits, and it's just writing time with other writers. All going to a timer, all doing stuff at the same time. I had a lot of fun with this yesterday. I got so much done. I'm hoping um, that whoever was watching also got some stuff done. But yeah, I'll go back and forth. Now, it's uh, scheduled right now every Saturday at 9 a.m. I'll be going live on Twitch and doing two hours of writing. Um, right now, we'll be doing sprints. Um, this revision actually should be done by Saturday. If not, I'll be finishing up Saturday. Um, or just sitting and reading and going through and redlining this revision so that I can make my final revision before sending it off to my editor. So... Um, if you are interested in that, shoot me a message, go to, uh, go to Facebook or Instagram at writing fright. Let me know if you'd rather me do it on Twitch or Facebook because you guys are the listeners. And if nobody's showing up, there's no reason for me to do it. Um, or if you guys want to check out Twitch, um, I'll see if, uh, maybe through stream yard or something, maybe I could do both, but, uh, I had a great time and got so, so much done just being under the under the camera, I thought I thought it was going to be so much more nerve-wracking, but it was just a really great experience. And for some reason, it forced me into getting hyper-focused on writing and in my world super quick to get things done. I know that's a big help for me. I hope it was for uh, for for whoever was doing that along with me. But it was just uh, it was a neat experience, and I want to I'd, I'd like to keep doing that. Um, getting into prologues. So something that I'm doing with this revision is I'm playing around with structure how it is going to go, where the, the peaks and valleys of the stories are going to fall, where I'm putting my hooks, um, where certain tidbits of backstory are going to fall in, and how quickly it ramps down after the climax. Pretty damn quick. It's a haunted house story. Or horror generally ends right at the climax. Um, but the big thing that I've gone back and forth on is something that I feel a lot of other writers have, judging by the questions in the writing rooms and judging by questions that I have, um, and things that I've heard from acquisitions editors, and that is prologues. Um, when are they appropriate? Are they ever appropriate? Uh, should there be a way to get rid of the prologue? And the answer is, if you have any possible way to strongly get that information and backstory into the story another way, absolutely do it and leave off the prologue. Now, my issue, I am stuck in a situation where I've got this pop that happens five years before my story starts, and I don't know what to do, like Ghostbusters style, five years later. And I've worked a lot of the stuff that was going to be in the prologue, and I've placed it throughout the story, but I'm left over with this one just pop it actually works really, 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 really well as a hook and is super short. So I decided to leave that in and actually do a prologue. Here's the catch. This prologue is very, very short. I'll be surprised if in final print it's actually two pages long. It is just something that happens right before the story starts. And it's five years in normal timeline before the story starts. But when we're talking about my main character's actual interaction with the spiritual world of um, the Dylan Garner saga, or the, the Dylan Garner family haunted mysteries. Going to shorten that before it comes out. 
it's like the the thing that happens immediately before he's thrown back into that world. So if you're looking at two timelines, which is actual timeline and spiritual timeline, it happens right before the story in the spiritual timeline. That may just be a justification, but I think it works really well as a hook. So I'm going to leave it, and uh, I'm going to see how it uh, how it flows through this, and I'm going to see what my editor says about it. Because again, as a prologue, it is super short. It is a very, very brief, important thing that uh, that highlights something about my main characters. And it just serves well as a hook because the the way that things go down in that particular scene, it's one of my favorites. And it sets up the entire dynamic between pretty much everyone in the story. And it's something that happens in like a five or a ten minute span. It's boom, big explosion, done, into the story and into the ramp up of what is basically structured as a haunted house novel, a haunted cabin in the woods. That's uh, that's basically the type of story that this is with uh, with the mystery elements. So that's uh, that's where I'm sitting with prologues, and I would love to hear your guys's um, thoughts on how to use prologues, when to use them. Are you bored with them? Are they all crap, or do you like that little pop of oh that was really neat before you get into the character building and the uh, the ramp up of a of a classic horror story. So go ahead and reach out to us. Email me at writingfright at gmail.com with your questions and with things that you're working on. Let me know if you would rather the live streams be streamed on Facebook or Twitch, and uh, we'll get those rolling. Either way, either Facebook or Twitch, Next uh, every Saturday, um, I will be on doing live streams 9 a.m. Eastern, and we'll be going for two hours writing to 10-minute sprints. You've heard me talk about them on the podcast. That is how I got into writing, how I was able to really barrel down quickly. And when I hit a keyboard, hit it running. When the timer starts going, there's something that just clicks, and it took a while to get there. But you you jump into your world, and you kickstart your muse, and you just sit and write. And uh, if, you, uh, if you're listening, um, the, the one guy... Or the one, the one person, excuse me, the one person who was there in the live stream, because I'm not sure I didn't see any usernames or anything. Um, you saw me a couple of those. I, I did struggle because I hit a wall and was not sure where to go. Some of that was word choice. Some of it was, no, I don't really like the way I'm describing the action here. And I was thinking about rewording it. But as the story goes, that first, that first sprint, I mean, I, th- I think you saw that I went, clicked right into it. Um, and to get there, it just takes practice. Um, after a while of doing sprints, um, I, I got to where through most of this book, I actually, about halfway through the first draft, stopped doing sprints because I could just sit down and get into it and write. And I would write for 45 minutes or a couple hours. I would just lose time running through and hitting these scenes. But it all started with those 10-minute sprints. So if you haven't done those, this weekend, um, 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, jump on the live stream with me and let's do some of those together. I will uh, talk to you on the next episode of Writing Fright. We're going to have a couple more episodes like this, and I'm looking to have some illustrators, cover designers, um, editors, people that are involved in the process of actually building and putting the book out to come on and talk to the show, uh, talk to the audience here, talk to me, answer some questions, um, so that we can learn the back end of writing a book together.